Welcome to Ike's Flame. Join us on another Star Wars adventure. Punch it, Chewie. Hey y'all, Ike here, and I got another awesome interview for you guys this week with Strike, and uh, as we interview Strike, we're going to hear about Star Wars Celebration, uh, some Mandalorian stuff, uh, Iron Heart's YouTube channel that he does with Avela, so uh, I hope you guys tune in and listen here to part one, and uh, enjoy this uh, first part of our interview with strike Alrighty, everyone we got another guest with us today um super excited to have on strike um we're gonna be talking more star wars and uh just interviewing him about what he does with star wars content content creation um and uh, just what he loves about Star Wars. So we'll dive into that. But first off, how are you, Strike? And it is great to have you on the podcast. Yes, thank you for having me. Uh, long time in the making at this point, but yes, I'm glad we, yes. we could make it work. So Yeah, yeah. I know we've had some, we've had to move it around and different things going on. Yeah. But yeah, I'm glad we have been able to finally make it work and make it happen um, as well. And so, um, First off, like, let's just uh, let my audience know, like, um, like, obviously, you're on the podcast, you like Star Wars, um, that's usually a precursor to jumping on the podcast, um, but, like, what do you, what do you do with Star Wars, um, like, what, what are your main interests in Star Wars, just because, um, as I talk about with a lot of people, there's so many different ways to be involved in Star Wars, so, uh, what, what is kind of your uh, plug-in for how you've gotten involved in Star Wars? Hmm. Sure. Um, so, I mean, really, like, the first sort of uh, direction where I got, like, involved in the actual community and stuff um, was, like, through YouTube, definitely, and, like, through Discord, um, where I started, like, just making videos uh, regarding Star Wars, maybe that yeah. be in the beginning, mainly, like, with, uh, like, Lego uh, and stuff, but, like, okay. later also just about, like, Star Wars itself, uh, actually. And I mean, now I'm uh, actually running with uh, like my partner, uh, Avela, I'm running like a channel together and we're uh, like doing covering like mainly like Mandalorian stuff, mm -hmm. uh, which yeah. that is definitely also something that both of us are definitely just it's one of our main like definitely like points of interest in Star Wars. Yeah. Um, in, in Star Wars in general, I, I would definitely say that, like, prequels is, like, definitely where I feel most at home. Uh, if, yeah. If we, if we have a conversation, it's, like, Clone Wars in general is, like, something where I just probably know the most. Um, yeah, yeah. Of all my Star Wars knowledge. So, yeah. That's, and, I mean, that's also something I just, yeah, I just have more vivid memories of growing up with. Uh, so, yeah, that's, that would definitely be it. But, yeah. Um, yeah definitely yeah. awesome awesome so yeah um so for you guys are listening i had avela on the podcast a couple weeks ago so um you avela and strike they have a youtube channel together and they do a lot of mandalorian stuff and so um if you went and checked out some of her youtube stuff um then you'll probably found strike as well um and if you haven't checked it out go check them out um 
and we'll have all that down in uh, the description and all that stuff, so you guys can find that. But um, it's Iron Hearts, right? Is that yes. the main is the main YouTube channel? Main like YouTube you said, channel. Iron Hearts, you guys yeah. do a lot of um, Mandalorian. You guys have gotten into some cosplay and mm. um, all of that as well. And so, um, yeah, definitely. So yeah, go check them out. Um, and uh, it is uh, uh, they do a lot of cool stuff there. So. Um, Along with that, uh, I know kind of like how you guys are involved, what you get, what you do, um, and, and you kind of mentioned the prequel era. Um, I'm assuming that you are similar to my age because um, I grew up with the prequels as well um, and that sort of thing. So there's always that. Um, whether or not they were the best Star Wars movies, is there's just the nostalgia factor there. Um, and so, um, so with that said, like what, what got you into star wars um mm. like and i know you mentioned kind of growing up around it um and then like yeah so let's start there what got you into star wars was it a person was it just growing up and they were coming out and you saw the toys or mm. um yeah what 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 about that so uh so the person that introduced me was my dad so like yeah pretty much got introduced to like i watched my first star wars movie which was the phantom menace like uh like when I was six and okay. I mean I missed I missed the prequels uh by release like I am now 20 like I got I was born okay. in 20 2003 okay. so I mean I, I I wasn't I wasn't in that way around to to watch yeah them. yeah yeah but uh I mean still like I mean the the prequel sort of era and merchandise I mean it kept on until like pretty much like 2010 probably yeah um, yeah Get all the so, Clone Wars episodes yeah, coming exactly. out and all that. Continued yeah. with that, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I just remember like my dad. I mean, was like a Star Wars fan himself. Had obviously watched the originals and stuff. Mm, yeah. And like he had like a bunch of like the like vintage stuff and like Tie Fighters and like X Wings mm, and like yeah. Boba Fett. Um. So yeah, I remember like even before watching the movies, like already like playing with that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, then when I was six, then I, I watched the Phantom Menace and, uh, and then the, my fate was sealed. I was a Star Wars fan. <laughs> <laughs> yep. um, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And I, I love, um, I love how, and I, I, I feel like I say this every time I interview someone, but I love how we usually have a relationship connection to Star Wars. Like mm. your dad introduced you to it or. Um, I know for me, it was my older brothers, like they, they, they were into Star Wars. And mm. so I kind of got into it. I remember playing Battlefront 2 with them or whatever it was. And so, um, so yeah, I love always how there's a relationship connection um, mm. for most people I talk to that, how they got into Star Wars um, and the kind of that. So um, yeah, do you have, I know you mentioned like watching The Phantom Menace um, and maybe some of the like the stuff your dad collected. Is there any other like fond memories you have of like doing something Star Wars related with your dad? Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, for one, uh, I from that sort of time, I, I vividly remember like playing like uh, Lego Star Wars The Complete Saga. Mm, yeah. Uh, because I mean, it was just such a classic of like, oh, just let me play another level, you know? Yeah. Just play, let me yep, play another yep. level. Yeah, 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 definitely. <laughs> trying to fool them into letting you play more, but yeah, no, I mean, my my dad is like, I mean, was just very cool with with like also that kind of stuff. Like I remember, like I had like one really epic like uh, birthday party 
with like a bunch of friends where i mean i had like a quite a few of the like plastic like like flip open like lightsabers those the stuff. lightsabers yeah those are yeah, those yeah are the, the ones that you can actually like beat each other and <laughs> yeah hurt each other with. um yeah but like they like organized basically like a huge like sort of like jedi like uh birthday party where like uh one thing was like where we were uh like all of my friends we had like a lightsaber and then my dad and I don't, and my mom, I think, like were like throwing like sort of like soft balls at us, and we were trying to block them with the lightsaber. <laughs> That's awesome. And uh, yeah, and some other stuff. And then also like we had like turned like a, a a children's game where you like sort of run towards each other, and it's the on the one side somebody tries to catch people, mm-hmm. but like just with lightsaber. So one was like the the Sith, and the others were the Jedi, and then you ran at each yeah. other. Yeah. So. Yeah, oh, that's awesome. Uh, that, stuff, that's yeah. fun stuff right there. Uh, yeah. So that's like classic, like growing up as a Star Wars kid. Um, yeah. And uh, enjoying those. Um, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, so with that said, and I know you mentioned like like I said, prequels kind of got you into it. Um, when you think about like the whole Star Wars universe um, and uh, originals, prequels, sequels, um, all of the. Uh, what about series yeah that's what i'm looking for um mm-hmm. what is kind of your favorite area of like hey like this area never gets old to me like this is mm-hmm. always fun to dive into um i love re-watching these um and that sort of thing right yeah i mean for sure i mean definitely just episodes one through six uh never gets old um it's always just good to rewatch. Um, yeah yeah i mean other than that i mean clone wars also um like clone wars is something like we've yet to actually like sort of binge the entire series i mean not that that's a little bit of time that you need to have on your hands but <laughs> yeah just like... uh, but even even just like sometimes just go back for maybe one specific episode like it's mm. yeah there's always something you can come back to yeah um, yeah so yeah that that, that would be my answer for sure. And, yeah, and actually Rogue One as well. Rogue One mm. is also pretty nice to, to read. Yes, I, I was actually just watching Rogue One yesterday, and I'm always reminded of how good that movie is. Sometimes I forget, but I mean, I'm like, man, that movie is so good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. Um, so out of – and yeah, you mentioned kind of that area. So out of the new stuff we've gotten, so I'd say not necessarily the sequels, but the mm. – um the series we've gotten so mandalorian book of boba mm. fett ahsoka um i mean you, we can even throw bad batch in there mm. uh, like some of the newer stuff we've gotten um mm. what has been some of your favorite out of that era um favorite definitely like mandalorian season one and two mm, um yeah. that was that really felt like a fresh start after what I consider to be the horrific uh, times of the sequels. Yes. Um, um, so yeah, definitely that. I mean, with even just things like in season two, you know, bringing Boba back in, in that type mm-hmm. of fashion, uh, just sort of as info. Like, I mean, Boba is pretty much my favorite character, or like mm, was yeah. even before Mandalorian, like season yeah. two. Yeah. Um, so that was just like just so epic and like so well done like mm-hmm. i i really think to this day that they really nailed um like just the way boba acted on that it was like the perfect mix of like sort of 
coldness, ruthlessness, but still like that code of honor of like, yeah, yeah. you know, we had a deal. We'll help you get back the child, you know, yeah. and until yeah. then we'll work together. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, they kind of threw that under the bus in Book of Boba Fett. <laughs> <laughs> I I did not like Book of Boba Fett almost at all. There were some stuff here and there, like yeah, some of the Tuscan stuff I thought was actually quite cool. But mm. I f- yeah, actually anything that was like current, like Mandalorian timeline, I thought was just so bad. Yeah, yeah. Apart from also just like production issues with like the. <laughs> They basically used like a, a a stunt suit for Boba's armor like the entire season, and you just notice it if you're like into mm. armor and stuff. It's like yeah. just not the right armor. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, yeah, that was gonna be my next question: is what do you think of Book of Boba Fett? Which mm-hmm. kidding? Yeah, and I would agree with you. There was some really like the Tuscan stuff that was pretty. Like, I really enjoyed those aspects in Book of Boba Fett, um, and like. I mean, I know the whole Cad Bane thing, like, that was a little iffy. I mm-hmm. thought it was cool. I thought it was cool to see Cad Bane in action, like, in live action, um, how they did it. I don't know if I would have done it that way. But um, mm-hmm. so there's there's definitely some cool aspects to Book of Boba Fett, I would agree. But overall, mm-hmm. I was kind of like, hmm, yeah. it could be better. I mean, with Cad Bane, I mean, at first, I'll be totally honest. I mean, I even was like on a friend's channel, like sort of reacting to it. Mm. I mean, of course, we were all like, what, Cad Bane? But like sort of when you then actually started thinking about it, it was like, okay. But like we learned in Clone Wars that Cad Bane is the best bounty hunter. And in the OT, we know Boba Fett is the best bounty hunter. Yeah. And there can't be two best bounty hunters. Yeah. And I mean, we had like that, uh, like deleted arc and the Clone Wars where like Cad Bane and Boba would have dueled. And mm-hmm. it's so weird because like in uh, both in Mandalorian and in oh Mandalorian Book of Boba Fett um, and Bad Batch, we see that like Cad Bane has like some sort of like uh, cover up for like a shot to the head probably mm. so i i don't know if they're like you know trying to tell us that that duel already happened and he just survived because like yeah yeah for me it was just sort of like yeah like this this should have this whole duel this is this is through this should happen in a different place like yeah yeah um, well I mean, also I mean, you think about the fact that i mean just diving in a little deeper like kind of like the fact that cad bane at this point is probably like I don't know how old 60 mm. <laughs> I mean yeah I mean if he's I mean if he I mean he seems to be a full-grown adult in mm. the Clone Wars yeah. uh, so like I mean he's he's getting up there for where like yeah. I mean, Boba was still a kid during the Clone Wars and so mm. I mean just even the age fact I mean I, I don't know I feel like we don't know a lot about Cad Bane's species uh, mm. but um, for at least I don't know a lot. Maybe you, you you might know more, but just even the fact that like there's a lot of uh, yeah. there's a lot of time frame there too that kind of got skipped that we don't really know what he's doing. For sure, yeah. I mean that's another question. Like where was he during the OT? You know, if he was a rival, how come? You know, I mean he was dealing with the separatists. How come he was not dealing with the Empire as well? Like he yeah. he 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 has like some dialogue where he you know sounds like he's like all like moral high ground because he wasn't dealing with the empire but it's sort of like why 
did you not? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, like, what were you up to? <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, Boba's not exclusively working for the Empire either. He works for the Huts. You worked for the Huts. What's yeah. the problem? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. You're, you're telling Boba he's a cold-blooded killer, says Mr. I shot a senator in the back when he tried to get away? Okay, sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and also, I mean, one thing also that just made it a bit even more sour was, like, the dialogue between Boba and Cad Bane just felt really, like, dry and, like, like very, very like, surface level for mm. to me. Like, there was... Like, these two characters have so much history. Like, Cad Bane knew his father. Yeah. Like, Cad Bane literally helped training him as well. Yeah. And, and then it just sort of, like, it, it was, like, they were only talking about, like, oh, what about, you know, your Tuscan family? Like, yeah, sure, maybe mention that in a side sentence, but that's definitely not the main thing to rile them up. Like, yeah, I, yeah. it just felt like these characters didn't know each other even though they have this rich history together where they, you could have actually written some lines that would have been like whoa that cut deep like yeah yeah um, oh definitely i mean you could have gone into all kinds of stuff i mean i think of um and there's probably i mean just the fact that he was a clone technically mm-hmm. uh i mean you go back to even the other bounty i mean i just think of like aura singh mm-hmm. and all the other bounty hunters i mean because aura was a in a lot of ways, a mentor to mm. Boba, uh, we see in the Clone Wars. And um, so just like, I just think all the things that you could have gone into, like you said, you, yeah, you're totally right on that, where it's like you could have dove a lot deeper. Um, mm. Which is interesting. I think that brings up an interesting topic as a whole. And I think, I, I wonder, I feel like this era, like with the Mandalorian, they're trying to balance this... Um, I don't know what your thoughts on this are, but they're trying to balance this, like, how do we engage new people, but also mm. how to have, like, a deeper lore side for those who've been around for a while um, with, like, what Disney is doing. And so uh, sometimes I feel like they try to balance it, but then it's like, ah, come on, just, like, mm. just give us that, like, and because I think that can be hard to do because, I mean, because mm. if you did throw that out there, and nobody's watch some somebody's watching that's never watched Clone Wars or whatever. They they're probably not going to get all that reference. Mm. Well, I mean, it's not like you know they they haven't like I get one hundred percent what you're saying, but at the same time, like I mean, they've done things like that specifically like in Mandalorian season two. Mm-hmm. Like for instance, someone who doesn't know Boba Fett, um, you know, like they're like completely new. They might not have even watched like all of the Star Wars movie at all. Like, they might not know who Boba is, but, I mean, they, you know, like, for what his purpose is in the show, <laughs> you know rather quickly who Boba Fett is. Yeah. So, you you know, yeah. you get enough of a picture to understand the story, but then it, it has the chance of maybe making you so interested that you want to, like, dive deeper and, like, look at other stuff where he's in. And, I mean, say yeah. for all the other characters, like Bo-Katan, and, and like, for instance, like, I, I don't... That's sort of like the thing where it's like, oh, yeah, you know, we we didn't include like, you know, like deeper lore stuff because like the casual fan is like going to head out the door. But like, I mean, deeper lore stuff in dialogue, I mean, really is like, for instance, Cad Bane saying like, you know, like, uh, you know, I'm really spitballing here, like just as wimpy as your father or something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, even though you don't know Django, maybe 
I, like I mean, it's still you know you 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 should have enough you know knowledge to to know how you know a burn at your father is going to rile you up. Yeah, so, yeah. And then once you understand the history of of Boba and Django, you might even understand it even better. Mm-hmm. But so I, I don't I just don't subscribe to the like deeper lore in like or like just sensical dialogue between characters like sort of yeah. drives casual fans away i just don't really buy it yeah I, I i totally agree i just i do wonder if that's sometimes why they i wonder if it scares them off sometimes from doing that um but i i agree i think i think for me like whenever i've gotten into something i think like um I mean, this is, I mean, this is going a different way, but like, I think a good example for this for me was like, um, if you go to like Lord of the Rings, um, mm. and like they, <clears throat> I remember watching Lord of the Rings first. I hadn't read any of the books or anything, so I didn't know much about the Hobbit stuff. Mm. And so like the references to Bilbo that Frodo would make or Bilbo as older mm. and all that stuff like to me that like intrigued me i was like hey i want to know more um yeah. and like i said i know that's a different fandom and all that stuff but it's kind of that same idea of like it intrigued me to know more to want to know more to see mm. uh see what else and i know the hobbits came out later and all that but it, it still is like that same mm. same idea same concept of like mm. hey let's dive into some backstory let's uh, let's give it the time to do that. Um, so, no, yeah, that's interesting. I think I think this is an interesting conversation that I feel like a lot. I've heard a lot of people talk about. It's like, mm. yeah, and how I mean, how how are they trying to balance that? Yeah, and I mean, I also like I was just like literally thinking like also in, in terms of like if if you know casual fans wouldn't understand it, but like if I'm thinking like I mean most most Star Wars fans you know that sort of like got to know it as a kid you know like uh, grew up with it like i mean they didn't know everything at first either i mean then you yeah. inevitably come across stuff like for instance you know like uh i don't know like anakin uh or obi uh anakin mentioning to obi-wan you know when they fell into that pit of gundarks uh you know and then you i don't know down the line read like you know uh, labyrinth uh labyrinth of evil and then you yeah, know yeah. what he's talking about yeah exactly um, so yeah. yeah that kind of stuff where it's like like it doesn't it doesn't take anything away from the current story but if you then go to that other uh piece of, of media then it adds so much i mean yeah i mean that's definitely. ideally how it should be so yeah yeah and i i mean it gives the opportunity to add um i mean i think too and uh i mean i just i mean kind of another example with that is like i uh in episode three and uh well they t- is it in the same spot? Gundarks and then the uh Cato Nemoria, like Right, and- yeah. Actually I, I think I mixed that up. So in Labyrinth of Evil it's Cato Nemoria and it's uh, uh what is it, Brotherhood? No. Well I no. think Brother Brotherhood is Cato Nemoria and then Labyrinth is the Gundarks. No 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 because uh because Labyrinth, the same? La- no Labyrinth of Evil because it's an old I mean it's not even technically Cato. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, because uh, that's legends. Yeah, so Right. Yeah, that was like, like the Siege of Cato and Moria where like Anakin mm-hmm. is also trying to catch you gunnery. So yeah, I just mix it up. It's uh oh, you're good. It's, well it's just that yeah. same thing. It's like now what they did that in two thousand five and now they came mm-hmm. out uh Brotherhood and right. twenty year yeah. I mean eighteen years later and yeah. <laughs> they're able to add on. So it just add, it just gives opportunity for more things too, and I think especially when you have like Star Wars that is a 
seems to be a forever expanding universe of mm. things like yeah definitely um mm. so yeah um no i think that's a fun interesting conversation i know we got down a rabbit trail there but that's okay. yes. Hey, y'all, I hope you guys enjoyed this first part of the interview with Strike and uh, just getting to know Strike a little more, getting to know what he loves about Star Wars and uh, all that goes into that. And uh, <clears throat> I hope you guys join us next or this coming Friday uh, for the second part of the interview with Strike um, as we continue our conversation about Star Wars, uh, their YouTube channel, and um, all things that uh, are going on with uh, Avela and Strike. So come back Friday and catch the second part of our interview with Strike. Lights fire. Have a great week. Mm-hmm.